Hello, Podcasters, and welcome to episode 33. In this episode, we talk a little bit about some of the upcoming changes that are coming for the 60th anniversary celebration to the park. Uh, we also talk a little bit about Club 33, and we don't get in as much detail as we would have wanted to because this would have easily been a seven-hour show if we did that, but I think we're going to revisit it in the future because it's an interesting club. Uh, there's a lot of really cool things about it, and I think there's still a lot more to discuss, but this should give you a little background as to where it came from, why it's there, and whether or not we're ever going to be members. It can happen. Who knows? Uh, also, in this episode, we mentioned that Mario's uh, very talented girlfriend has put up a song called Hope on Google Play. If you search for Kimberly Gwen, you will actually uh, find this great song that she wrote that she's going to be donating all of her share of the proceeds to City of Hope. So the link is going to be um, up with this episode at podcasters.com slash episode 33. Uh, head on over, take a listen, buy the song, and know that you're not only getting a good piece of music, but you are also um, helping some people that are doing some really good work over at City of Hope. So, all right. Um, that's it. I, I, I don't want to make this too long because uh, it's a much longer episode than usual. So, um, that's it. Uh, hope you guys have a great week. And if you guys have any comments about anything that you guys hear in this episode, feel free to leave them over at podcasters.com slash episode 33. Or on the Facebook post, we're over at facebook.com slash podcasters. If you want to hit us up on Instagram and the tweets, we are at podcasters. All right, I'm going to go have some beer and cake. And I hope you guys enjoy episode 33 of Podcasters. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcasters. What is that? Have you guys seen Anchorman too? No. So he's doing like his warm ups right before they go on air, and he recreates this with like woman screaming. She's like, "Oh, he's in the house! He's coming after the children!" <laughs> I gotta watch it again. I, it's I've like seen right the first one. I haven't seen the second one. <laughs> Not as good, but it was entertaining. Really? Mm. Yeah. I really liked the first one. First one was good. So, um, go Seahawks, huh? Oh, ouch. That's how we're going to start this? What? No? Ouch. That that didn't happen? Dude. What? I'm heartbroken right now. Are you? Yeah. So here's here's the deal. Uh, I don't know how many foosball fans we have. Mm, that foosball. Listen to the, isn't that what it's called? I'm going to go with no. Oh, well. Uh, it's called I soccer. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. So I don't know how many foosball fans we have but, as, as listeners, but uh, I don't I don't generally partake in the... And the sportsicles. Mm. Uh, I do watch some hockey. Okay. Uh, I know I get I, I get a lot of trash talked at me because uh, I am a Ducks fan. Mm. So I am a pseudo Niffle that's, fan. That's your first problem, being a Ducks fan. That I'm a Ducks fan? Yeah. No way, dude. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack, quack. Uh, I'm also a pseudo Niffle fan. No idea what that means. 
the foosball. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a kind of fan because I was forced to choose a team for mm-hmm. work. So here's the deal. So I've never been a big football fan. Uh-huh. I'm I'm not a big football fan because I don't like the whole like play for three seconds, stop, play for three seconds, yeah. stop, yeah. go to commercial, play for three seconds, stop, wait for twenty minutes, play for three seconds, stop. This is, this is how you see football. Yeah. Wow. So I've never, and I will tell you that I think college football is a lot more exciting. Right. Uh, there's a lot more playing in college football, but I'm not a big NFL fan because of that. Um, but I was forced to choose a team because at work they always had these like football pools going on, and you know, uh, I wanted to, I want to be one of the guys. <laughs> so I, I chose my NFL team not because of where I lived or where I came from. But because I'm I'm a big fan of Ralph Garman from K Rock, ah, yes. and so he's from Philly, and he's an Eagles fan, and he would always sing the fight song, and uh, I became a an Eagles fan by default. I figured, you know what? Why not? And you know they've always been this like underdog team from what I know about them, so I figured why not root for the underdog? And that's how I became a. Um, I didn't even know they were still a football team. That's how underdog they are. Dude, I, I don't know. I don't follow the Niffle. That's what I'm trying to tell you, <laughs> but. I do know uh-huh. that the Seahawks, which you are a fan of, right, played this past weekend, and they did, and they won, right? They they did fantastic, and in the very last seconds of the game, they won, right? I would love to say that, but no. What happened? It it came down to the last play. Was it your team, dude? Your team, the one you played. I wasn't with? wearing my lucky Seahawks hat. Oh. So they lost. So, so it's I, your fault. I apologize to every Seahawks fan out there. You guys heard it here first. Javier's <laughs> taking responsibility <laughs> for the Seahawks losing. Uh, about that, I don't know if you guys know, uh, every year uh, the John Madden video game does this, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a simulation thing? Simulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah thank yeah. you, thank you. And ironically enough, the outcome to the video game was the exact same score as the Super Bowl. Same it was, play? It was 28-24 Patriots. Yeah, but did the game also predict the final play? Oh, really no, 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 no. Oh. No, there's no uh, fortune telling or anything like this in the game. So I'm going to raise some air quotes here. You're saying that the game predicted... Quote, quote. The, the, the outcome score. of... The game. Quote, unquote. <laughs> it got the right score. Yeah. Which is, come on, that's difficult. And that's a coincidence. Quote, unquote. Are you saying the Patriots might have cheated? What? <laughs> Who was the one that was talking about deflated footballs during a game? <laughs> how, how does that work out? I'm just uh, saying. I'm just, I'm just asking. So... Sorry, bro. It's okay, man. I'm sorry. It's okay. No worries. I am actually sorry, okay, because my company put a lot of marketing behind the Seattle Seahawks. Uh huh. It sucks that they lost. I didn't even watch the game. I was too busy watching some Katy Perry concert on Channel and 2 by, yesterday. And by marketing, you mean there was an office pool with a lot of money? No, no. My company actually did put a lot of marketing into it. They had the quarterback on like buses, and they put a lot of commercials in the Super Bowl. Like hmm. They put a lot of money into this. So they were expecting the Seahawks to win? Yeah. Oh, mm. ouch. But we are based out of Seattle, so. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Man. 
I would assume that you just wanted Kim Kardashian to save her minutes. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the commercial. <laughs> really? That was the best you guys can hire? That's sad. Um, Chelsea Handler, Sarah Silverman. Hello? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're awesome. Has-beens. They are awesome. <laughs> They're awesome. With the exception of Kim Kardashian. All awesome. Okay. You're a has-been. You know, here's the thing. Anyway. I'm going to go with Kim Kardashian's awesome, too, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kim, yay. <laughs> so the simulation. Uh-huh. So the simulation predicted the, the score and... And it turned out to be the exact same score as uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, I paid no attention because I thought it was stupid. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I think it would have been funnier if the exact same play was also played in the game. Where they threw the ball to this... I don't even want to talk about it. I'm, like, like, I'm seriously upset. <laughs> I was they should have ran it. Okay? I was trying to lead you back into talking okay. about it because I wanted to get you riled up okay, about look. it. So. <laughs> they should have ran it. That's it. Period. They were inches away from a touchdown, okay? Where Wilson literally could have just put his tiptoe into the paint. It would have been... Wilson the volleyball? Yes. No. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> I started thinking, no. What's the football? Rawlings is the football company, right? Yes. Yeah. So, no. And they didn't give it to... I can't, I'm can't. i so upset right now. I can't even think of the runner who, 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 who they usually give it to. And he could have just plowed through the, the, the defenders and scored a touchdown. That's what I with, keep hearing. Oh, that dude. you got this like freight train of a man that could have just like yeah. plowed through everybody. He's a and bulldozer. They decided just not to pass it to him. I hope I'm not yelling to the audience right totally now. You totally are. But I, I am still livid about this. I can tell. Where they were only, what is it, second down. And they decided to throw it to, to, to a guy that was being completely covered by mm -hmm. another guy. Okay. Instead of a, a, what I feel should have been a sure thing. With what's his face? What's his name? Marshall Lynch. That's who they should have given it to. You know who Marshall Lynch is? Mm -hmm. Every time they interview him, he doesn't want to talk. He doesn't want to interview. He gets fined every single time because <laughs> when they, apparently apparently it's mandatory to be to go interview with uh, with the news or whatever, and his answers are nothing to do with the question. So they ask him, "How how was the game?" Oh, thank you for asking. That would be fantastic. Yeah. I want to hear this guy. He, okay, so what were you? Where was your head at when you were at third down and you were like two yards away? What was going through your head? I love donuts, man. Yeah, I love that, donuts. This is literally the way he replies, and he got fined not too long ago, fifty thousand dollars for not answering. Yeah. What? So his last. I'm gonna start doing that to you guys. Listen, his last interview, uh, he was uh, approached. I think it was the last game with uh, maybe it was with the Packers. I don't know. And he asked him maybe 25 questions. And for 25 straight questions, he answered with, I'm only here because I don't want to be fined. That was his quote and, but, for but every that was answer. That was, oh, man. That was. But he was basically giving an answer. Yeah. That's why. So why would he be fined? <laughs> that's. Because it's not a quote He did what he interview. was supposed to. Yeah. I think it's because he's not answering the question. He's just answering a question. He should have just been like, dum dum da. <laughs> Just for everything. I think we should start finding random Mario. What? No. <laughs> random Mario should never be fined. Uh, that guy's that guy's the best player on our team. 
Yeah, he is, actually. Hey, can we mention this is your birthday episode? No. Why yeah. not? My birthday doesn't matter, please. <laughs> now, for anyone listening on Wednesday, <laughs> yes. it is Hazen's birthday. Correct. Feb 4. Correct. And if you listen to Feb 4, those are the Beatles. <laughs> it is now your birthday. So, happy oh. birthday. Hey, happy birthday, man. Thanks, guys. Can we sing? No. We yeah. can't. No, we're terrible. Right? Don't we have a new song for that? Oh, ooh, this is a perfect time to throw it in. Can we do it? Yeah, okay. I don't know it. I don't know it either. Okay. We'll do it another time. So, I'm a little embarrassed to tell you this. I had a present for you. I promise. I did. I told Mario all about it. He was really mad about it. I was really mad. And there was actually a birthday bag in the car. Yeah. I, you know. And I was like, oh, I'm going to put the, his gift in there. I go to work. And I'm like, oh, we're going to go record tonight. So I look in the bag. Empty. Nice. Sorry, man. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You guys being here is enough of a gift for me. <laughs> I hope you like a little snack I brought you, though. I did. Delicious. Have you brought a sushi today? Yeah. So, uh, that was, I'm just going to call it dinner. So have you took me out to dinner? There you go. Nice. Hey. All right. all out to dinner. So oh, here's you a, too? Okay. Sorry. Here's the thing. I have a picture of what I made you and Good made. I, I, I didn't buy Is you this. Is this a picture of you? I, you wish. <laughs> well. I'm not George Constanza. So. <laughs> I'd love you guys in the Kramer pose. One in the Kramer pose and one in the George uh, Costanza pose. That's just weird. You guys choose which one. I go so. Kramer. <laughs> hey. Thank you, by the way. <laughs> no, wait. That means I'm stuck with Javier and the other one. Uh-huh. Happy oh. birthday. <laughs> so. I took a picture of it, though. Do you okay. want to see it? Yeah. All right. There you go. Happy birthday. Oh, that's... Which is... Mm, almost first. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, dude. It's just kind of relatable to what we're just talking about. <laughs> so, Javier drew... Uh, is this Prismacolor? That is a uh, marker. Marker? Yeah. That's cool. He drew me an eagle's helmet. <laughs> so, I'm going to hang this with all the other Disney stuff. <laughs> this is awesome, dude. Thanks, man. How big is that? Uh, what's 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 a regular paper size? Like eight and a half by eleven. Yeah, it's about. That's right, dude. Thank you. And you already got my present. So happy birthday! Thank you very much. Oh yeah. Uh, does that count as my birthday gift or as the prize for winning the ride thing? I really thought I was gonna get away. I know he actually brought that up. (laughs) (laughs) But you stepped away before we started recording. He was like, "I wonder if you." He goes, "What?" What did you say? I wonder. I wonder if you'll actually try to cash in on the, the bet we did. Look, let me tell you something. You do not climb the ladder and grab the money in the bank briefcase and not cash it in. I'm just wondering if it's my birthday gift or if this is the fact oh, that I won the right thing. Now, in all fairness, you wanted to go to Hangar 2. And for everyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, we do owe Hazen a refill on the Golden Growler because he won the competition for the best ride. Right. And FYI, if you guys haven't heard that episode, if you guys are our brand new listeners or anything, first of all, thank you guys for listening. Welcome to Podcateers. Uh, but in episode, I think it was 15, Roughly. we decided to come up with our own ride concepts and we each pitched an idea uh, as far as what we wanted to change at Disneyland or California Adventure or DCA, as Javier loves to call it. No. Uh, or what we would um, just add to the park. So if you guys want to check that out, go back to episode 15. And Definitely. You know, I just binge that listen. Was building, it's a cool thing to do. Building magic or ride concepts? 
Yeah, was, right? the red okay, cards. Yeah, it yeah. was 15. So, uh, yeah, Hazen won. Landslide victory, I might add. So, uh, we needed to fill up the growler for him. Wait, unless you haven't heard the episode, spoiler alert. Yeah, Spoiler. We, we already oh, mentioned by the way, one of the growler, Phil. By the way, uh, I'm going to throw a quick shout out, considering we're talking about binge listening right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to uh, throw a quick shout out to Dopey Ethier on Instagram. Ah, uh, yes. He just started binge listening as well. So, what's up? Hello. What's up? Hashtag Podcasters binge. Hashtag we're sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So we never filled that up for him. I thought I was going to get away with this by filling it up for his birthday. That totally forgot about it. But I think we should also owe you a visit to Hanger for winning that contest. You mm. didn't get to go to this one because I went to fill it up for you. So once it's empty, we'll fill it up again. We'll all go. Word. I'm down. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm all for it. So you just enjoy this as a birthday gift. We'll give you the reward for the contest later. I will. I'm okay with that. How, how long can it stay sealed? Can it stay sealed till next week? Oh, yeah, it's going to stay sealed for like six months. Okay, well, I'm not going to leave it there for six months. We'll crack it open next time you guys come. Sounds good. So for the next episode, we'll crack the polycot open. But once Sweet. it's open, you have to drink it within a day. Oh, we will. Yeah. <laughs> it is polycot. We killed yes. the last growler in like... We did. We did, yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. 20. So <laughs> it's no, no, not no, like no. we're not going to finish yeah. it. That sounds bad. Oh, yeah. It took us like three or four hours, it was guys. two hours. It was like two hours. Yeah, not 20. And we didn't have two other beers after <laughs> to supplement what was in the crowd. None of us said that wasn't enough. That's true. <laughs> Be responsible, mm-hmm. kids. We were. We chilled here for a bit. We did. Mm-hmm. Till like 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. We did. <laughs> that was a late night. Yeah, it was. That was fun. Cool. So, um, Happy birthday. Thanks, Happy guys. Happy birthday. Thank you. So how do you guys feel about all the changes coming for the 60th anniversary to Disneyland? Now I have to admit, some of the things that they've announced already, I'm actually pretty excited about. What's What are you most excited about? Uh, honestly, the thing I'm most excited about that I want to see is the new World of Color show. Mm. Yeah. The life of Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't um, get me wrong. Anything that has to do with like Walt's life, I'm all about it. I own The Man Behind the Myth. I love that DVD. I watch it every chance I get. I just recently saw As Dreamers Do. Terribly acted, terribly written, but I saw it anyways. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to watch, yeah, you I watch it. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. On Hulu? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, I, don't have, uh, I don't have Hulu. Maybe I'll take a take a watch, take a gander at it, as they say. Not Netflix? That's a thing the kids say, right? I take a gander at it? Sure. Yeah, okay, cool. Some kids at gander. some point. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'll but watch it. If you used it, it must be okay. Probably not. No. Probably not. No, you actually, I think, killed the word. Oh. I don't think anyone's going to use I'm it. I'm sorry, 80-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. It's done now. I'm sorry, 80-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you but. can no longer use that word. <laughs> but honestly, the life of Walt Disney in World of Color, that is going to be amazing. Yeah, I think the most that I'm excited about that show is not just the, the thing about Walt Disney's life, but the fact that it's actually it's going to be interesting listening to Mickey Mouse narrate the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be one of the coolest things about the show. That's going to be cool. Yeah. So... Uh, what are what are you most excited about? Okay, uh, I don't know what you call it, but which is the one that is pretty much like the first one where they project everything on the main street. What's that? Uh, the projections are actually part of the new uh, Disneyland Forever fireworks show that's going to be happening, oh, and that's so going to be awesome. The way that it's been described is if you guys haven't 
uh, taking a look at it over on podcasters.com. We actually put up a blog post about one, all of the changes that are going to be happening in the park. Uh, just search for down in the recent post section. There's a thing that says recap Disneyland Resort Diamond Celebration Announcement. And we also put up a blog post called the new projections on Main Street USA. And it's got a couple of videos, um, maybe just one video, but uh, I know that there was uh, just a quick little short video showing the demo that they did for the annual pass holder event, which was so rad. Like, I looked at it, and I was jealous and a little angry that I didn't get a chance to right. go to that thing. <laughs> because from what I heard and what I was watching on Twitter and from what I saw from these like little videos that people were posting on YouTube and Instagram and stuff like that, they're basically going to use the park as a canvas. Yeah. So it's not just going to happen on Main Street. It's going to happen at It's a Small World uh-huh. over in New Orleans Square on top of the Matterhorn. And basically they're going to do they're going to use this projection technology and synchronize it with the fireworks. And the fireworks aren't just going to be from behind the castle anymore. It's going to be basically around the park. Uh-huh. Yeah. So... I I'm so excited about this. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So I'm I, I can't I can't even fathom like how how it's going to look in person. I I saw the videos and I was just so ridiculously excited for this. Uh, I know that the what's the other thing that they were doing? Oh, uh, for me, I I love those two things, but I think. Getting a chance to watch an updated version of the Main Street Electrical Parade, and that's going to yes. be the Paint the Night Parade. Paint the, night. Mm. the fact that they're using Baroque Hoedown as the basis of the of the song, which mm-hmm. was the song that they used for the Main Street Electrical Parade, uh-huh. the fact that they're using that as the basis of the music, yeah. and Javier and Javier actually kind of touched on this, I think one or two episodes ago, maybe it was the last episode where you actually asked me, are you hoping that they don't use the same music? And my direct response was no, because I love that song. Yeah, that's right. And I don't want it to be the exact same music because to me, it's it's the music for the mainstream. I don't blame you. Parade. No, you're right. I don't now, blame you. The fact that this is going to be kind of a remix, but it's going to be kind of, not necessarily a remix, but a different take on the same song. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. Okay. As long as it's not the exact same song, I'm totally for it. I I think it's going to be great. There are some changes, obviously, than the one that's uh, you can watch on YouTube from Hong Kong Disneyland, um, and primarily the fact that our friends from Arendelle are going to be a part of the parade. Mm-hmm. So wait, why you say it like that? Because uh, that's how they say it at the park. It's like at Arendelle. We, we have some friends from Arendelle. Yes, be proper. <laughs> well, you know they're. Princess and a queen. You gotta, mm. gotta be proper for them. I thought it was customary. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. So, yeah, I'm really excited. I know that they're going to be doing more events. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what the what the visual is going to be of the castle getting all blinged out. Yeah. Like, like in person. Would you say you want to take a gander at that? <laughs> no, we killed the word. We can't. We can't use that. I'm sorry. That's. I thought it was word. cool again. No, that's a dead word. I'm sorry. No, you killed it. No, now you killed it. I'm bringing it back. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So, um, I'm happy to to have a gander at it. You killed it again. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh-huh. so cool. And on my birthday, too. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> so but, they're going to uh, bling the castle. Yes. Yeah, there was an artist rendition of what they're going to do as far as placing a bunch of jewels on top of uh, Sleeping Beauty's castle mm-hmm. and on the Carthay Circle building. I'm curious what it's going to look like in person. I know. I don't want it to be this, like... I don't know why, but for some reason in my head, I'm picturing like a cartoon with two diamonds in their eyes and then like 27 eyeballs blinking at you. Yeah, you, you see sure what I'm talking about? You're talking about, about Dopey like, and Snow White? I don't know why that keeps coming to my head, but I hope it's not cheesy looking. Because no. I'm thinking early 90s leather uh, metallic studs all around it. Like, I hope be, it, like bedazzled or bejeweled yeah, or whatever? Yeah, oh, that's what I... Yeah. Bedazzled, so yeah. That is what I'm envisioning. I hope it, it's not something disgusting Look, as long like as that. they're not going to diamond and crest everything, it should be fine. Which they're not going to. Based on the renditions, it looks like it's going to be tasteful. It looks really good. It's also an artist rendition. And it's going to be uh, connected, attached to the castle itself. Yeah, actually, the castle is... You know, I'll actually put... A, a picture of what it looks like right now on the blog post for this episode. It'll be at pocketeers.com slash episode 33. Uh, I came back from Disneyland right before we started recording this episode, and it's all boarded up. It's completely sealed mm-hmm. up. The castle is... I From what I know is they're taking down the gold trim that they added right. for the 50th for the anniversary 50th, yeah. because ah. they're preparing it for the diamonds that are coming up for the 60th anniversary. Gotcha. So I'll put up a picture of what that looks like. And let, I, I'm excited. I don't you know, know if this is confirmed. The trim was real gold, right? So it shined in any weather condition. I don't know. You think they can use real diamonds? <laughs> no. uh, so pigeons I, I can assume. peck at it and fly away with it? Probably <laughs> no. not. Probably not. No, I'm assuming that they're going to use the same type of technology that they use in the Finding Nemo subs where they created uh, this colored synthetic-looking glass that they didn't Mm. have to clean and they didn't have to replace as often as the old stuff that was in there. And it it shines, and it's very bright, and it's very opaque. So I'm assuming that the same type of tech that they used to create all of the coral and all that stuff in Nemo is what they're going to use to create that. I could be totally wrong. I don't know. It's going to be broken mirrors all over. Yes. Yeah. It's true. They're just going to shatter glass. Yeah, just shatter they're going to drop Seven glue on the castle first and then glass. <laughs> it's like a giant craft project. Yes. Can't I, wait. I doubt that's going to happen. <laughs> no, don't ruin it. You know what it's going to be? Just a bunch of foil. Yeah. All right. Foil. Platinum anniversary. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. You guys are crazy. No, I'm going with the shattered mirrors. That's what I'm going with. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I guess we will have to wait and see. Cool. <laughs> so dumb. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, so considering this is episode 33, we thought we would talk about something very, very special at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that a lot of people know about. Uh, not a lot of people have access to it. And that is the supply closet inside of the Blue Bayou. Yes. <laughs> uh, very many, very many people have wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. But. Not a lot of people have had that chance. Mm. Only and 33 people have gone in there. Only 33 people. Yes. And that's it. They reached their that's limit. That's it. So. It's a very special episode. The end. Yeah. The end. All right, guys. You guys like that informative. It was good. I do not endorse this joke. <laughs> <laughs> joke. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm kind of half kidding and kind of half not kidding. 
So what we're really talking about, if you guys haven't picked up on it, is uh, Club 33. And yeah. Club 33 is this private club that's actually inside of what they call the heart of New Orleans Square. Of Nolan Square. Believe it or not, a lot of our listeners have actually been to Club 33. Really? Yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah. If if on, on Instagram, uh, a lot of the listeners... Um, actually follow our private accounts mm-hmm. so at j-i-v-i-p-i-x right? <laughs> that's at, mine oh that's a th- that's mine man i know but i wanted to throw it out there oh thanks how to thing now i don't <laughs> i don't think phantasm might be too long yeah has mm, yeah it's not catchy enough mm-hmm. no. but it's but hazen's birthday so it's at h-e-y-z-e-n-c i like it yeah hazen all your hazen c hazen c why do yours flow <laughs> What you were saying. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was saying that uh, a lot of the listeners actually have been to Club 33. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them have had experiences. So, you know, once this episode is over, hopefully uh, they're willing to share some of their experiences by going over to podcastyears.com slash episode 33, writing it in the comments section, because everybody's experience is different, obviously. And there's two versions of the club. You know, there was the version of the club that was right next to the Blue Bayou. And part of what I was saying at the beginning is that from what I've heard, that door is simply a facade now. Mm-hmm. What's actually behind it is a supply closet from the inside uh. of, you know, the actual club. So, huh. But of course, this conversation isn't about supply closets or broomsticks or anything like that. Uh, it is about Club 33. So let me try to give you a little bit of history here. And I will start by saying that, yes, Club 33 is private and it does require an annual membership fee. The membership fee, uh, I think, is about fourteen dollars or $15,000 right now per year. But membership is currently closed. And as a matter of fact, the waitlist itself, which at one point was about 14 years uh, to become a member, was closed for a period of time because of the massive amount of people that were applying to be a member. The idea itself for the club was an idea that Walt had after visiting the 1964 World's Fair. And while he was there, he saw that a lot of the pavilions had this like VIP section for the corporate sponsors. And he wanted to have something like that for Disneyland too. So that idea came with him and that's what eventually turned into club 33 so once walt had all the gears rolling and stuff uh to get you know club 33 done he had disney legend dorothea redmond design what uh was the original version of club 33 um there was two versions and i'll get into that a little bit later but Uh, She did design the original version, and as a matter of fact, she actually also designed the living quarters for Walt and his family right above Pirates of the Caribbean, which at one point was the Disney Gallery, but is currently the location of the Disney Dream Suite. And so it, it kind of leads into the lore of Club 33 itself, like why is it named Club 33 and stuff like that, and there's a lot of things that people say as far as it was originally named 33 because it was the original 33 investors, mm-hmm. you know, in Disneyland and stuff like that. But there was a lot more than 33 investors that actually got the park going. And one of the biggest things about this part of the story is that these 
original investors, which were now called members, had decided that they wanted to continue construction of Club 33 after Walt had passed away because further construction had um, had been jeopardized on just whether or not it was going to be finished, considering that, you know, Walt's uh, new living quarters was up there and it was supposed to be connected to the club and everything. Uh, but again, the story says that these original investors said, hey, let's continue with uh, the building of this club. But that actually turns out to not be true. So the whole investor theory just kind of gets thrown out the window there. Some people just accept it as the address. Yes. It's a <laughs> numerical order. It, it is a numerical order. <laughs> um, it, it gets I'm a lot liking deeper that, than that theory. It gets a lot deeper than that, though. Uh, there's, as far as the address is concerned, when you walk into that section of New Orleans Square... Every building has its own address. The Blue Bayou is 32 Royale Street. Uh, 33 is 33 Rue Royale or Royal Street. Uh, Le Baton Rouge is 33 Royale Street uh, or Royal Street or Rue Royale and so on. So, you know, obviously 33 makes sense as the address. There are those that say that the address was needed so that a liquor license could be issued to Club 33 since it's the only location inside of Disneyland proper that actually serves alcohol. But that's actually a myth. Disneyland as a whole has a liquor license and there have actually been private parties inside of the park where they've served alcohol outside of the club because they have an all-encompassing alcohol license. People have even gone as far as it was originally named Club 33 because Walt Disney was a 33rd degree Mason. No, this one I like. (laughs) Now, this breaks into a whole bunch of other stuff that people like to and sometimes don't like to discuss but regarding that particular subject uh i'm gonna try to keep this short but i am going to say that in his early years walt disney was in fact part of the original chapter of the order of the demolay in kansas city which is an organization sponsored by freemasonry but his involvement in masonry beyond that is kind of questionable And there are chapters that say that he was involved and others that say that he wasn't. Now, when it comes to whether or not the club was named after being a 33rd degree Mason, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say no. So this is where someone's going to kick in through the window and like take you away. (laughs) No, I'm so picturing what is it? Monsters Inc. (laughs) (laughs) We got a 404 happening right now. Next episode. This episode will not include Hazen for the rest. (laughs) Hey, guys. So uh, we're starting a new segment called Random Hazen this episode. (laughs) We're not even allowed to say Hazen anymore. He doesn't exist. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) They erase you like in Men in Black. Uh Uh-huh. Just erase your memory. Yeah. Nobody ever knows. No. That's Mm -mm. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about what's actually inside Club 33 or what was inside Club 33 in its original manifestation. As you walk through uh, Royal Street, you obviously saw this green door with the big 33 uh, just to the right of it. And when you reach the door, you would use the buzzer and the intercom to contact one of the cast members that was inside. 
Uh, after verifying who you were and uh, why you were there, uh, your reservation, all that stuff, uh, they would let you into this tiny, tiny waiting area. And here there was a small desk, a stairwell that led to the second floor, and this beautiful French lift. The French lift itself was designed to look exactly like one that Walt had seen while on vacation in Paris. Uh, and he actually tried to purchase it, but when the original owners refused to sell it to Walt, he sent a team of Imagineers over to the hotel that he was at to basically recreate this French lift that he fell in love with. So once you made it to the second floor, uh, there was two dining areas, the main dining room and the trophy room. Uh, of the two, the trophy room was much darker and it was said to have this uh, much more cozier atmosphere. Uh, and I think even at one point there was like animal heads on the wall. Um, so it was basically kind of like, like a hunting room almost. So uh, the club itself was filled with all types of antique furniture that Lillian Disney had collected for the club uh, while in New Orleans and stuff like that. and. It, there was also all these props from different movies and one of the most famous pieces there was a glass telephone booth that actually made like free phone calls and stuff for anybody visiting uh, that was used in the movie The Happiest Millionaire. One of the things that was or that had been installed in the club also which the Disney company swears was never used but uh, was a bunch of microphones and I've read and heard that originally these microphones were installed to give visitors a sort of magical experience and one of the best examples I've heard of this magical experience or this quote-unquote magical experience is that if a guest told someone at the table something like man it should be it would man it would sure be great if we could have more bread you know something simple uh, that the microphones would pick that up and that a waiter would show up with more bread, you know, before they can even flag a waiter down. Uh, again, as far as anyone has ever been told, these microphones had never been used, but uh, I don't know if the new version of Club 33 has them, but someone should check. So that was the old Club 33. Um, then came all the changes. In late 2013, uh, members of Club 33 received a letter from Michael Colglazer, the president of the Disneyland Resort, where he talked a little bit about the expansion of Club 33, and he he talked a little bit about how Kim Irvine would be leading the expansion team of Imagineers, and that the last day of the club, uh, or to see the old Club 33, would be January 5th, 2014. Uh, as of the 6th is when you know, the changes to the club actually began. Uh, Walt's trophy room was removed and made way for a brand new kitchen. The hallways were widened, new murals were painted, and things like the original French lift that was in the original lobby of Club 33 was removed. Um, as part of the expansion, uh, right over the French market, uh, there was this amazing wine cellar with this really cool new system of serving uh, really expensive and vintage wines by the glass and somehow the Imagineers found a way to maintain the freshness of these vintage wines using this 
new pouring system. Uh, I have yet to see that, but I hear that it's really, really cool. Um, a bunch of really amazing uh, additions were made. Uh, for instance, there was these really great booths as you go through the corridor past all the wines that are on display. And there's like these changing paintings and scenes that are inspired by things like the Haunted Mansion, for instance. And as you're sitting in the booth dining, every so often the paintings change. Uh, I haven't been able to sit there and eat myself. I, I wasn't there long enough to see that happen, but I did see them in passing. The, the new bar area is known as Le Salon Nouveau, and pardon my horrible accent with that. Uh, and it, it has a lot of theming heavily influenced by the movie The Princess and the Frog, but it seems to go well with the decor. It is very French. Uh, it is very New Orleans looking. Uh, the bar is amazing. It's animated and it just, it's, I, I can't even describe it. I, I'll, I'll try to post pictures of this. Uh, they'll be at podcasters.com slash episode 33, but uh, it's it's just amazing to look at. Um, the original dining area was also changed. Uh, that's now known as Le Grand Salon. Uh, it was given an overhaul, and it's said to look a lot more elegant than its predecessor. Uh, and like I mentioned just a bit ago, uh, the old entrance uh, to uh, Club 33 is now... Oh, I'm sorry, the old trophy room. Uh, for the club is now a new kitchen headed by a brand new executive chef uh, Andrew Sutton who came from the Napa Rose and I've heard that the food is amazing that it is uh, fabulous I I haven't had a chance to eat there I've only been in the in the bar area or the the salon but uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to eat there one day so um yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of the original elements of Club 33 are gone now, uh, but it's kind of cool that, you know, the original animatronic that was in the trophy room is there in the lobby now, and while it was in the trophy room, it just didn't do anything, and now it does. It kind of moves all the time, so I, I like that. Aside from listeners, you're also someone who's been inside Club 33. I have been inside of Club 33, but I've only been to the new version of Club 33, right. and that was through the through the generosity of some of our friends, so thank you to them. Uh, right. I, I had a very, very good time. I, I would love to go back maybe for my birthday. We went for my wife's birthday, right. so she was uh, at 33 on her 33rd birthday. Which is awesome, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, how, how much cooler can that get? I would love to go back for my birthday. I don't know if that's going to happen, but if I could have a drink for my birthday at Club 33, that would be rad. That's asking way like, too much. Your wife should get like an achievement for doing that on her 33rd birthday. Actually. Like a visit at Club 33? We should make a visit at 33 achievement in general. I like it. We should put that Yeah, up. why not? Yeah, that'll you work. know what? We'll put one up. Yeah. You can so be the first one. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think I count. That's a good idea. So for when we launch this episode, we'll we'll also launch the has visited Club Thirty Three achievements. So that'll be at podcasters.com slash achievements. That's pretty cool. I like, I like that. that. Good idea. But I yeah, have, it's, I will never get one. But it's cool. You never know. <laughs> Make an unless, achievement for getting a pass. Unless mine is taking <laughs> a picture for giving a pass. in front of the closet. That's 
That'll be it. Let me tell you, I have many pictures in front of that door. Really? I love that door. Mm. I miss the fact that that's the original entrance to 33. It's still the same door. It looks the same. It looks the same, but there was a lot of controversy about moving it over because the entrance to Club 33 is actually now where the Court of Angels used to be. And it's kind of a holding area, really. Which basically allows you to either take an elevator or the stairs to get up to the second floor. I didn't know there was a second floor. It's all on the well, second floor. Well, it's all on the floor, second actually. floor. I had no idea. When you're inside of Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> yeah. the restaurant that you see on the inside is the Blue Bayou. Right. Everything that you see on the top mm-hmm. is part of Club 33. Oh. When you're inside of uh, New Orleans Square and you're walking through where all the buildings are, mm-hmm. everything on that second floor is Club 33. I don't know why. I just thought it was next to Blue Bayou. Not on the top. original entrance is there, mm-hmm. but you needed to either climb a staircase or use the French the lift, lift to get up. Yeah. Okay. So, Mario and I actually sent our applications to to become members of Thirty Three. Mm-hmm. I never got anything back, <laughs> so I I think they just looked at my application and said no, nah. no, not this guy, nah, nope. But Mario has a different story. Yeah. This was almost immediate, which is kind of weird. I don't mean immediate, like the next day. It actually took like a month. I actually sent my letter, mailed it. One month later, I get this giant envelope that has nothing on it. Please read it. But the printed stamp, okay? Uh-huh. I'm like, what is this? I have no idea what it is. You turn it around and you look at the flap. Ah. Uh-huh. I am showing this for everyone that's listening right now. I'm showing it to the guys right now. Mm-hmm. It's got the 33 logo. Yes. The old 33 logo, The old by 33 the way. logo. All right, so this letter is actually dated March 6, 2008. Okay. About a month after I had applied. It says, Dear Mr. Contreras. Is that you? Yes, that is me. Okay. Or is it you? Make sure. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's me. Maybe they <laughs> yeah. it's you. It does say Mr. Mario Contreras. Though, oh, so. <laughs> I missed that part. Thank you for your interest in becoming a member of Club 33. Oh, congratulations, Mario. Nice. Unfortunately. Oh, wait. oh what? At this time, we are no longer accepting additions to our waiting list for future membership to Club 33. Oh, no. Due to overwhelming demand, the wait list has reached the limit of oh. where we can reasonably accommodate guests. Overwhelming who demand. Correct, who wish to be members when membership possibilities become available. <laughs> we apologize for any disappointment that this may cause and hope that we will be in a position to open up a waiting list again in the future. A waiting list. <laughs> so <laughs> put you back at the bottom. <laughs> back at the bottom of the list. <laughs> Again, thank you for contacting us. We hope you will have the opportunity to visit the resort again soon, and that your visit is an enjoyable one. So basically, we don't we don't want you, but you can come back to the park. Exactly. Yeah. Well, please visit us at hey, any time. Hey, come back. We want March your money. March 6, 2008 was when this was dated. I still have this kept in a secure place. Yeah. Because I like this letter. I may have been rejected, but it's a letter from Club 33. Cool, man. I want a letter being rejected. That's from actually, Club 33? That's actually letter better. Like right now. Dude, that's actually better than being accepted. I'd rather get in a rejection letter than get an accepted in there. I, I got neither. <laughs> I wasn't accepted or rejected. They don't but from want the, me. <laughs> but from the three of us, you got in. <laughs> Can I actually You know what, that? that song is actually still too happy for you. <laughs> I, I have to that? admit, I do agree with you, though. What's I mean, that? honestly, at this point, just with like the expansions and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be too excited about becoming a member now. Mm. Like I really wouldn't. No. Oh, interesting. Tell us. Honestly? Yeah. It's just not the same. I I can I can see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, after you know, after talking about 
after talking about where the club started, what it was, and what it changed to over the course of the last year, I don't think you're the only person saying that. Right. I've actually, I've read stuff online and I've heard people say, you know, how much of Walt has to be removed from the park before Walt is just forgotten? Right. In general, I don't think Walt is ever going to be forgotten for two reasons. One, the Disney company does a really good job of reminding you where the company came from. Mm -hmm. Their roots, okay? Regardless of whether or not original things that were there when Walt was in the park are there, again, things like this World of Color show and things like that will always come up to remind you of where the roots of the park are and who Walt Disney was. The purpose of the Disney Family Museum, which we've never been to, but I've read a lot about it. I know people that have been there, and they've told me about it, and I read about you know, the things that go on there. Part of what Diane Disney Miller wanted to do with that museum was, one, humanize Walt Disney mm-hmm. so that he didn't just become a – he didn't just become a brand because Walt Disney is not a brand. There's a lot of people that hear the, the name Walt Disney and they don't realize that he was an actual person. Mm-hmm. And I think the museum plays a large part in making people understand – that Walt Disney was an actual person, that he was a father, that he was a friend, that he was a husband. I think as time goes on, things like D23 will have like traveling shows or at the expo. They're going to have a lot of these things where they help see another side of Walt. The fact that at the last D23, while they were talking about the Tomorrowland movie, for instance... They had a lot of the original letters, a lot of the original schematics that they had drawn, a lot of maps. Um, And this was all in the early development of the park that Walt Disney interacted with other Imagineers and stuff like that. And as as the company progresses, they I think the Walt Disney Company in general understands that there are a lot of fans that aren't just a fan of the park, but are a fan of the history and are fans of where like like we talked about you know like we love to see how the the stuff is built mm-hmm. you know in the last episode we actually talked about this how we like to see behind the curtain and we love to see how these things are built and as these expos and stuff come up i think we're going to see more of it right so i don't think walt's ever going to be forgotten and what you said about the changes in club 33 hazen just hit something that maybe triggered this it's kind of like, what if Tomorrowland was still in, in its original state? You know what? I understand all of that completely. But let me just make one thing clear. I'm not against Disneyland changing, okay? Mm-hmm. Because that was, that was Walt's vision, okay? Disneyland will never stop being developed. Right. Walt was a huge fan of innovation. So what's okay. your issue with Club 33? That, it, that it's evolving to something else. The fact that Club 33 didn't belong to the people. Mm-hmm. They expanded it to give it to more people. Okay. I'll be honest, okay? I've been dying to be a member of Club 33 since I was told about it in high school. Right. But if I never stepped foot in that club, I would have been okay with it. Just because of the fact that it was so limited, I would have accepted that. Okay. That wasn't supposed to be a place where people were free to go into just because like, they had the money to it. 
It was a specific club for Walt's people. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. After Walt passed, there were certain members who kept the membership going because they had the funds to do so. So if a plane company makes a plane bigger to hold more people, you'd be upset about that too? Why? I don't fly regularly. <laughs> Point is, he it's making it bigger for more people. This, I don't think I don't think he's <clears throat> saying because of the size. I so think it's less exclusivity. The ex, yeah, the exclusivity part. Right? But you're still not a part of it. I'll just go ahead and say that. Okay, with me, that is what it's about. As long as something is exclusive, I'm a huge fan of it. Mm-hmm. Okay? But you're still not a part of it. Exactly, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. You probably will never be. Exactly, but at this point, I really don't want to be <laughs> because whatever was created for Walt, right. the way Walt wanted to see it, is not that anymore. Hmm. Aside from the fact that this thing was exclusive, it was Walt's vision. It was hmm. Walt's idea, and now it's not. It's hmm. something the park expanded to let more people in, mm-hmm. and it's pointless. Well, what was the original number, and what's it now? What what's, mean, what's the increase? Yeah. What is the capacity now? Not much more. <laughs> so they expanded, so the wait list isn't as big anymore. But mm-hmm. what's the big deal? If you never made it into Club 33, you never made it into Club 33. Yeah. I don't I mean, think it has anything to do with... Um, with the wait list itself. So there was two major things. You know, we, we touched on this uh, a little bit, but Club 33 and the Blue Bayou used to share a kitchen. Mm-hmm. And so there was never a way to distinguish really, a, a good way of distinguishing what food went where. And so you kind of had this like spillover of, uh, you know, meals that were kind of high end, but kind of weren't high end because they were all being made in the same kitchen. It was just easier to do it that way. With the expansion, Club 33 has its own executive chef now, and they have their own kitchen now. So they have the freedom to be as exclusive with the meals as they want to be or as they need to be. As far as memberships are concerned, I still don't think they've opened up the membership now that they've expanded. What they needed to do was it was so small that the current members couldn't get a spot to eat because as a member you did have the ability or you still do have the ability to bring other people into the club with you, which is how I got in. Right. I got in through the generosity of a current member. Which I'm pretty sure that's how I would get in. There's no way. I'll I mean, be, if I ever got yeah. in again, it, it would be the same way. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be one of those things where they're going to open up that list and all of a sudden everybody who's got the money. Right. Well, we don't have the I don't have the money right now to do it. Maybe one day I will, but right now I don't. Right. So even if they said, hey, membership is open, I couldn't become a member. But if I did get in again, it would still be through the generosity of a current member. And I think it has to do with just the fact that they couldn't accommodate these members. As it part of the membership, they do allow you to bring in a specific number of guests on a daily, weekly, monthly, or yearly basis. And... You want to make sure that you can do that. If, if I was a member, I'd want to take all of my friends and family. And I know I'm sounding completely unreasonable with my argument right now. But if you didn't care enough to book a reservation, what difference does that make? I have a question for you. Go ahead. You applied in 2008? Yes. How old were you? How old was I in 2008? I don't know. 20, Could you 25? afford the payments? All right. I'm going to answer that question for him. Mm-hmm. Because I think we had the exact same idea when we both signed up. Mm-hmm. And the idea was that the wait list was so long yeah. that we figured that by the time they would have said yes to us, we would have had the money to do it. Right. Am I wrong? No, you're not. Because that was exactly what I thought. Yeah. So that didn't happen for me because I didn't even get rejected. <laughs> I wasn't accepted or rejected. So you're still they on just, the list. I'm, I don't know if I'm even yeah. on the list. Okay. But if I'm on the list... 
we're all going halvesies. <laughs> that doesn't work out, by the way. Thirdsies? Thirdsies. <laughs> you guys can pull off as the same person. Just switch it switch it off. No, but I mean, I honestly, look. more people in on this. Tell mm. me, am I being unreasonable? People are complaining about the fact that they can get in because it's reaching some kind of capacity. Then why didn't you care enough to make that reservation in advance? They tried and they couldn't because it was already reservation. Okay, then that's on them. Uh, I don't think it works that way because if all of a sudden you have plans to go somewhere and you try to call and make a reservation for a restaurant and they said, I'm sorry, sir, we're booked for that day. Is the same argument going to apply to you that says, why didn't you make it last week when you only knew today that you were going to go there? If you need to make a reservation for a restaurant, what is it for? A special event or a Tuesday? Maybe a Tuesday. No, you make a special event for an anniversary, for a birthday, Not for a holiday. You book it in advance. Not necessarily. Yeah. Not necessarily. Yes, you do. What if you want to surprise somebody? Then you book it in advance. What if you can't? Why? I don't know. Volcanoes exploding? I'm telling you right now, maybe my argument sounds unreasonable. But if you didn't care enough to do it, then don't get in. I don't know, man. I'm I don't just have saying, the money. I don't even care. Yeah, like, what if you didn't have the money until then? Then why are you a Club 33 member? I'm just, I'm saying in general. Maybe not just Club 33. I'm just saying, like, what if you were saving up to go somewhere? I'm... And you finally, no, no, listen to me, listen to me. Let's say you live out of state and somebody invited you to go. But you were saving up. And you didn't know that they were going to be able to get you in that day and you saved up, but you didn't save enough money to go to Club 33 that day. Is it your fault that you didn't know until that day that you were going to go? You just agreed with me that you applied early enough to be able to save to be able to apply. Never did I say that. Did you not say you applied because you were hoping that it would be so long in the future? Shh. (laughs) We're not talking about me here. I'm giving you another example. (laughs) I'm giving. I don't live out of state. This is not about me right now. All I know is uh, Club Thirty Three cannot be in and out food. So I'll get in and out food. I just want to see inside. That's all I want. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And my argument stands. Honestly, they didn't need to expand that part of the park mm-hmm. because that part of the park is not open to the general public. Expand the part that the general public is welcome to, but not the stuff that Walt didn't mean for the world to see. I think the members just want more elbow room. But the new but the new restaurant will be open mm-hmm. to the public as long as you can make a reservation to it. Wrong. It will be. Wrong. It will be open to the public, you think? Guess what Disneyland just confirmed? Hmm. 21 Royal Street will not be a restaurant. What? It will be a space available for private bookings. And priority goes to Club 33 members. Yeah, priority. But it will be available for non-members. To do what? It's not a restaurant. You can book it. For what? I don't know. Watching the Seahawks game? <laughs> Dang, really? <laughs> really? What? I'm just trying to they come up with scenarios. to Lynch. <laughs> Give the ball to Lynch. He could have tiptoed in. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to come up with scenarios here. What are we talking about? I don't know. Wilson, the football. Why are we talking about foot? You know what? Baseball is around the corner. It is around it's the true. corner. Maybe it's finally a good time to put up that who do you like more, Angels or Dodgers bowl that I've been promising for like five episodes. (laughs) I totally forgot about that, by the way. That's good. Anyway, I'm sorry. I can't subscribe to your newsletter. I don't I don't I don't I don't see your argument. Like 
you sound you sound very very you know on board with your argument you know what i'm gonna write you up a rejection letter just like club 33 thank you i've never seen i never got a chance to see the old club you know the everything that we described about it earlier in the episode i never got a chance to see any of that right I've seen it only in pictures and I've only seen it in like YouTube videos and stuff like that. But I I haven't even seen the dining area of the new club. The only thing that I've seen is the salon and the entrance and the Court of Angels now that it's been converted, which looks pretty much the same except it's got the elevator mm-hmm. in it now. Mm-hmm. But I will say it looks very pretty. I would love to go back. Actually, that's a good question for you. So if somebody came to you and said, hey, I'm a member, I want to take you inside of Club 33. You better decline. Would you just not want to go? Decline. Hold on a second. Are you daring me? Yeah. No, I would decline. I'm not. No. I, Is that your real answer? That's, would you decline? Don't. Look, forget about okay. Javier. <laughs> Honest answer. Because I was, I was about Honest to invite answer. you. Like, if, if you didn't have a reservation or anything, but somebody said, hey, spur of the moment, I, I know somebody that can get us into Club 33. You would not want to go because so, it's not the same club as it was before. Let me give you my answer here, okay? Like you said, pretty atmosphere, good food. That's fine. I can go in. I can buy drinks. I can buy meals. I could do that anywhere. I think the thing I wanted the most out of Club 33 was to see Walt's vision of this place. Okay. And now I don't get to see that. Okay. That I will agree with. Now that you're now that you're a little more clear about what you were trying to say, Hazen, I think he's been saying that the whole time. No, but I didn't understand that. Maybe everybody else did, but I didn't. Chalk it up to the beer. I don't know. <laughs> but he, he's literally been saying it's not the same restaurant. But I didn't. I didn't understand until he physically put the words Walt. Vision, like whatever. When you is, re-listen to this, he literally said, "This again, is not Walt's vision." And I totally like get five that. minutes ago, <laughs> bro. And I totally get that. And I'm saying that if it's the beer that you're sobering my vision, okay, mm-hmm. you're sober I totally enough. get that. And I will admit to that. And I'm fine with that. But what I'm saying is, I get what you're saying now because for me, even though it was very nice to go into the club, I will say that even being there. There was a piece of me that just thought, I wonder what the old club looked like. Mm. Yeah. I wonder what it was like. You what know? was it like yeah. to go in through that door? Yeah, exactly. You know? Which I did go into once, and I got kicked out promptly. <laughs> but, Is that you're uh, trying to take a photograph time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did kick, get kicked out promptly. But mm. uh, it would have been nice to go, like you said, through the original door, go up the original lift, go up through the original stairs, yeah. eat there, and stuff like yeah. that. So because have of that? Have the vulture stare at me and all that stuff. Oh, there was a vulture? Yeah, in the trophy room, which is no longer there. Aww. That's what I was talking about, where they remove certain parts of uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. The trophy room. That was room one was, of them? Yeah. Aww. Your question? Yeah. Because of that, you're just going to decline going to Club 33? That would be because foolish. Because of that, now it's just a high-end restaurant to me. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, I'm about exclusivity. So I was very excited about 21 Royal Street opening. Then I find that it's not a restaurant at all. What is it, a banquet? Yeah, it's just a room you can reserve. It's birthday right next party, to the drink suite. Yeah, birthday party. <laughs> With no chairs, no tables. It's just all that, four yeah. rooms. Okay. Yeah. Look, I don't care what Mario says. If anybody is generous enough to invite me back to Club 33, uh-huh. I'm all for it. Yeah. You have the achievement already. <laughs> Leave it for the rest back. of us. Jeez. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Being there, I was in awe. Okay? And I enjoyed being there because I was like, 
it was like a little kid opening up a gift that he really wanted for a really long time because being there, even though it's not the original club, you're still inside of Club 33. I think so Mario... you still broke that barrier. But uh, like I said, I totally get what he's saying now. Mm-hmm. I, I understand the fog has lifted. Right. Okay. But if I ever get invited again, I will gladly accept the invitation. And if somebody wants to take me for my birthday, let's do this. I'm for it. You're aware that by the time people listen to this, it'll be too late. It doesn't matter. We can celebrate my birthday for the whole week, for the whole month if Uh, we have to. uh, Birth week. Birth week. Birth month. So you're saying the uh, Club 33 unlock achievement should be negative points? No. No, I was just wondering. You've been in there. Now you're just making weird things up. (laughs) I think it's about time to end this podcast. (laughs) It's already longer than usual because of the history. Um, I agree. I'm already upset. You should have given it to Lynch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, we hope you guys enjoyed uh, a little bit of the history of Club 33. Uh, There's a lot more to the club that we didn't get a chance to touch on, but... If any of you have actually visited the old Club 33 and want to leave some of your comments, make sure to head over to podcasters.com slash episode 33. Oh, I would like that, actually. And on on the same page, if you guys have been to the new version, uh, or actually, if you guys have been to both, that would be great to get some comparisons. Because, like I said, I've, I've only been to the new one. I've only seen pictures and videos of the old one. Mm-hmm. And I've read a lot about it, obviously, because it's, it's something that's been you know, interesting to us for a really long time. So if you guys have, have done that, please leave some comments. We would love to hear your stories and, uh, yeah, that'd be great. Cool. So anything else guys? Yes. What's up? Uh, uh, someone has joined the club pocketeers. My nine year old son ate bacon for the first time and he loved it. I'm sorry, you said nine-year-old son, yeah. bacon, first time? Yes. All in the same sentence. All in the same sentence. Yeah, and this was not because of me or anyone else. I'm turning else. off your mic right now. Wait! Did so, he say his nine-year-old son had never... That. Wasn't there bacon in our formula? That's what I'm we saying. Like it's like we were not on that stuff to like get our teeth in. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Let me turn his mic back Yeah, on. okay. And it was his choice to not eat bacon, believe it or not. He just didn't want to. He's like, uh, pigs are my friends or whatever he said. And he just didn't want to. He's like, I don't want to eat. Uh, he was almost a vegetarian, believe it or not. And it was his choice. It was not because of wow. me. It wow. was nobody's uh, involvement. It was his choice. And then all of a sudden, I was like, just try it. He ate it. He's like, where has this been all my life? <laughs> yeah. Like, like it was glowing good, for him. Like Stu and, when he ate pancakes. I know. <laughs> I know I'm joking about it, but you yeah. know what? Anybody that makes the choice and is strong enough to not eat that mm-hmm. and is not making it because of any health reasons. Right. Like there are people that are strong enough right. to say, hey, look, this sure. is bad for me. I'm not going to eat it. I enjoy the flavor. Oh, and yeah. I'm going to eat it because I enjoy the flavor. <laughs> But I am not that strong, <laughs> and I will continue to eat it. So you know what what I want to do? Uh, Buy him bacon soda and record it and put it on Facebook. Let's do oh, it. No, please don't. He's going to stop eating it. Achievement. Yeah, he would actually after that. You're going to scare him. It's like, this is what it tastes like after. Cool. Would that be a great idea or not? Have him drink the soda. Yeah, torture your kid. Great idea. It's not torture. Hey, we <laughs> did it. the year. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, how about uh, we all just go to 50-50? Mm, I, like I love that place. What do you think? I've never been. I love that place. How about we just go without him and just the three of us go? <laughs> Aww. We'll go to 50-50, split of thirdsies. Thirdsies. <laughs> 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 well, congratulations to him. Uh, eating bacon for the first time is quite an achievement. I myself am, am a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I know that there are people that, you know, like I said, choose not to eat it for health reasons mm-hmm. or just for whatever reason. And that's that's great. You know, mm-hmm. I applaud them for that. I personally love the bacon. Mm-hmm. The end. Bacon. <laughs> great story. Bacon. <laughs> so bacon, 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 bacon. You should have a bacon. podcast. Bacon. I actually have one more announcement. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, my girlfriend actually records music and she puts her stuff up on Google Play. Um, she's really good too cool thank you I'll let her know you said so um, although she's probably hearing this by herself right now in any event she doesn't listen don't lie aside from if you're listening today on Wednesday aside from this being your birthday it's actually um, World Cancer Day so my girlfriend actually just recorded a song that all the portions of the purchase that's coming her way because Google's going to get a percentage obviously mm-hmm. all her portions she's donated to City of Hope Oh, right on. Sweet. And that is going to run from today. It is available now on Google Play. Look for her. Her name is Kimberly Gruen. The song is called Hope. And it will run until June 7th, which is Cancer Survivor Day. So February 4th. Till June 7th. To June 7th. Cool. Well, we'll put a link up to that on the website, obviously, podcasters.com slash episode 33. Might put it up on the homepage, too, so that it's just really easy to find so they can just click through. Uh, that's really cool of her, actually. Yeah, very that's, cool. It's a really yeah. good cause. The people at City of Hope do some really awesome work. Yep. I know a couple of people that work there. Yep. And they, um, yeah, they do really good stuff there. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad that she that she did that. So good for her. Yep. She's really good, guys. Actually, go check it out. What kind of music is it? Um, actually, she dabbles in a lot of stuff now because mm-hmm. originally all her stuff was just very like pop folk stuff. She had an acoustic guitar or a keyboard, and she just do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I purchased Logic Pro 9 for her when she got her MacBook uh, computer. Mm-hmm. So now we're just kind of messing with everything that can possibly be mixed in there. Now she writes a lot of like rock stuff, um, more pop stuff, you know. But it's like the possibility is really just for the sake of experimentation that we do. Is there any now. Di- like record scratching, like wicked wicked stuff? We haven't gotten to that part of the experimentation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how about beatboxing? Nothing yet. Oh, there needs to be beatboxing. <laughs> You guys are hired. <laughs> <laughs> so good. We're in. Cool. All right. Well, that is a very good cause. I'm glad that you mentioned that. So we will put up the link on podcasters.com and this episode, podcasters.com slash episode 33. If you guys have any other questions, uh, feel free to shoot us over a message either on Facebook. We are at facebook.com slash podcasters. Uh, hit us up on Instagram or the tweets. We are at podcasters on both. And as of this episode, I guess we're going to have an achievement for has visited Club 33. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the hashtag is going to be yet, um, but by the time this episode launches, I guess it'll be there. And, and only um, 33% of us will have that achievement in here today. <laughs> Booyah! <laughs> wow. Which one of us? You. Oh, that's me. Yeah, that's you. Oh. Boom, right here. Fancy right here. Fancy. Bam. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, it's beer time. All right. Anything else, guys? I think we're good. I should do it. Cool. Well, happy birthday, guys. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Oh, that's now. you. Oh. oh. Happy birthday. Hey, Thanks. happy birthday. How old are you? Uh, not 33. <laughs> there you go. 
Not 33. I didn't get to go to 33 on my 33. <laughs> so, all right. Well, again, thank you very much for listening. Thank you guys for all of the comments you guys leave on all of the socially networked things that we have. Uh, if you guys are binge listeners, we are very sorry, but thank you for putting yourself through that. And uh, congratulations on being one of the Pocketeers Club peoples. It's a great name. Pocketeers like type people. Yeah. Boom, that's the official club name. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, it is beer and cake time. So if there is nothing else, I think it is time to close out this episode. So as always, thank you guys for listening. And here is to beers, cheers, and Mickey ears. Have a great week. Peace. Hangar 24 time. Yay. Yay. <laughs> okay, seriously, that was a prize for the episode, right? Where's my birthday gift?